0: Hello my weirdos and monogastric friends and welcome to this week's episode of Weird Animal Facts. Explicit! I am your host Deidre and I have been helping zoo animals digest their food for over a decade by feeding them their food. And I am hoping you'll be able to enjoy today's episode like a delicious homemade chocolate chip cookie and digest it as smoothly as a serving of Activia. Now in case you haven't guessed it, by the very clear intro today, we will be talking about digestion. But not exclusively, and only only a bit at the end. What we are actually talking about today are two animals with digestion unlike our own. Which makes it weird as anything different is weird. I mean, look at my red-headed older brother. Weird. But it's my brother's weirdness that makes him unique, just like the white-tailed deer and mudjack. And those two animals are the topic of today's discussion and stay tuned at the end of today's episode for a sensational surprise so without further ado let's get started the white-tailed deer what a rack! here in the united states the white-tailed deer is an annual trophy for many gun-slinging wild west white herb wannabes and for those responsible hunters Guns are a great way we Americans help to maintain wildlife populations, and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service helps to ensure that we crazy-gun Americans, who would rather shoot out our own eye than give up our firearms, (laughs) don't shoot a species to extinction. You know, like the passenger pigeon but pigeons are stupid and a waste of space, so even if I could go back in time and save all wildlife that the ignorant past humans murdered to extinction, I think I'd let the passenger pigeon slide under the radar and waste all my energy protecting the American crocodile and giant armadillo. Depending on what state you get your hunting permit in determines when you get to murder a living creature. (gasps) I mean, It determines when you get to provide food for your family by murdering a living creature. Murderer! And don't think I'm against hunting just because of what you heard. I mean, I love all animals, including predators, and every predator on Earth is a murderer. Murderer! And in a way, all humans are murderers. From the pigs we murdered to make the delicious, irresistible bacon, to parents murdering the imagination of young children with the truth of Santa Claus and the Easter money. In many U.S. states, deer hunting season is scheduled for some time near or around fall, so to pair with the death of deer with the death of the leaves. See, the red and the orange leaves of autumn pairs very nicely with the blood of a dead animal. As much as I would like to think that the color patterns were the main influence when determining the hunting season, it really has to do with the antlers and the breeding season. So let's take a look at a year in the life of a white-tailed deer. Ah, spring, the growing season. From fresh plants on the ground for the white-tailed deer to eat, to giving literal life to the wobbly-legged youngster that are able to walk within seconds of birth to the growth of head nubs. What's a head nub, you may ask? Looking more like the sensation of prairie-dogging a piece of shit in and out of your asshole, a nub is the beginning growth of antlers. Fun fact! There is a difference between antlers and horns. Antlers, such as what you see on deer, moose, and elk are shed annually, while horns, such as what you find on bighorn sheep and bison, do not shed. The exception to this is the pronghorn antelope, because there always has to be one asshole who breaks the rules. Summer. Grow, baby, grow. Those little nubs start to show their true potential. They grow as much as one-fourth inch a day. By the end of summer, those ones' baby nubs are now a sexy pair of luscious racks. Damn, baby. As those antlers grow, they give off the appearance of a prince-influenced velvet jacket. Normally, when we see antlers, it's on the wood-paneled walls of your conservative grandfather's house, and the antlers look bony white. That's because antlers grow as an extension of the deer's skull. And as they grow, they are covered in what is referred to as velvet. Whereas horns are also an extension of the skull. However, they do have one thing antlers don't. A sheath. And that sheath covers the internal portion of the bone, and the sheath is made out of specialized hair follicles. You know, like your fingernails. FYI, the sheath is what the asshole pronghorn sheds. So what is velvet? Well, I'll tell you what, it is not a pop artist's fancy jacket from the 80s although they may treat it as delicately as I'd imagine Prince would all of his amazingly eccentric outfits, as during the growth of antlers can be delicate. Don't touch it. The velvet is a membrane of fur, and that fur supplies the growing antlers with blood and nutrients via veins that run along the side of the antlers. During the growing phases of the antlers, there is so much blood flowing that if touched, the antlers feel alive. It's alive! But that flow will settle down as fall approaches as testosterone starts to shoot through the roof and hormones take over the deer like a preteen boy hitting puberty. Although that might not be the best comparison as uh, blood flow is pretty heavy through that human preteen, whereas our deer friend, their flow of blood stops, resulting in the antlers hardening. So it's kind of a pre-teen hitting puberty as, I mean, in the fact that the penis is getting hard, like the antlers is getting hard, it's just the blood flow is not happening in the deer antlers like it is the human penis. Once the blood flow stops, it only takes a couple hours for those antlers to harden, during which time, velvet jackets are out, and the new fashion style becomes the traditional white bone look your grandfather loves. And to get rid of that outdated velvet, the male deer will rub their now hard antlers on trees and bushes until it appears as though they are dripping blood-covered velvet from their bony antlers. Which then will bring us to fall, or as the survey say, RUT. RUT is the sex season, where hormones are wild and male bucks only wanna fuck. Biologists say that it's the photo period that triggers the rut. But my ridiculous hypothesis is that it's the females that determined it. All right, so let's incorrectly assume that males are afraid of the dark. And if I continued to be pursued by men, and uh, Mother Nature sympathizes with females, as she obviously would, she would allow us to pick one time a year for men to actively pursue us. Now, I would imagine women would definitely pick fall and winter, where the days are extremely short. And in this imaginary scenario, men can't fuck in the dark. Which some men actually can't. Now, nearing to the end of rut season, and because the males are so focused on fucking, that they will actually lose 25% of their weight because they're following the direction of their dick. Also, their urine will help them find females and vice versa, as deer can determine health, and age by the male's urine. All I can tell from a guy's urine is that he's disgusting, especially if he wants to bring that piss into the bedroom. Once the fucking season of rut is over in winter, hormones fall, as do the antlers. Emasculating the bucks as their sexiness is then put on hold until next season. And that next season would be spring, where this sexy cycle starts all over again. And, while the U.S.'s white-tailed deer, as well as many other deer species, allow this season darkness to determine their fucking season, the Muntjack says, Fuck it! And fucks wherever and whenever they want! Wasn't that a great transition? I didn't even need that stupid transition song you hear every episode. But before we get too deep into the Muntjack fun, and, uh, exciting deer facts, let's take a scientific break with... Scientific Names! I heard. During this segment, I read a scientific name. Now, if you've ever heard this before, you'll learn that I cannot read scientific names and things that are not English. So my roommate writes down the scientific name on a piece of paper that I did not read until this moment. So, White-tailed deer. Scientific name is... <clears throat> Odocoilus... I think I said that pretty well. O- Odocoilus Virginianus. Oh, Virginianus. That, Virginianus, anus, Virginianus, Virginianus, is actually part of a scientific word in many other animals. Like, I'm pretty sure the opossum and um, other American animals, which I think where the state Virginia and West Virginia came from. Because, well, uh, that's one of the original colonies, I think. I don't know, I don't know U.S. history very well. I know animal stuff aside from the scientific name. So, let's say that again. For those of you who really want to know the scientific name and hear it said correctly, or somewhat correctly, Odo Coilus Virginianus. I think that sounded pretty good. Probably the closest one I've done so far. It's the transition. No, I already did the transition part. Get it out. Just just get it out. Start the show. Start it. Next section, go. The Muntjack. The Mini- Herbivorous, Sexual Vampire Deer As stated earlier, the muntjac likes to fuck. They like to fuck so much that they'll do it whenever the fuck they want. They don't care what time of year it is or if the male has little baby antlers or not. But before I get too ahead of myself, let's bring it back in. As I am sure many of you are just thinking, What the fuck is a muntjac? A muntjac is a deer a tiny deer, and one of the oldest, when looking at fossil records, that is. The muntjacks' popularity grew in the late 1990s, when inconsiderate people of the environment decided to transport some from their native home of South Asia to that of the United Kingdoms. And because the muntjacks love for sex, they are doing very well. Imagine a deer, but shrink it down to the size of a miniature Miniature? No. <laughs> Shrink it down to the size of a medium dog, like my dog! Who's actually being very quiet right now while we're recording, so don't remind her. There are 12 species of this mini deer. The one in the UK is the Reeves muntjac, And this is also one that's commonly found in zoos. Not only are the 12 species of muntjac small, they also have what appears to be fangs sticking out from their cute little faces. But don't worry. Just like all ungulates, and cervids, the mudjack is an herbivore, despite the vampiric-like teeth. And just like their antlers, the munjack will use their teeth when sparring with other males over the ladies. Oh yeah. And just like the regular-sized deer, the munjack will also shed their antlers annually. But again, as stated, they don't determine their fucking season based on their antler growth. Which is, in my opinion might be why they have such tiny antlers. Instead of going so hard to grow big antlers to impress the ladies and fight back competing men, maybe the muttonjack instead focuses on getting to know the girl before he impregnates her. Which men, that's a good idea to do in general. And get this, within hours of giving birth, the female is ready to go again! (laughs) Basically doing this until they have a Duggar situation, I mean really, I mean... Wasn't giving birth painful? I mean, I've never had a baby before, but I've heard the tales. I mean, why would you want to immediately put yourself through the pain of childbirth again so quickly? Nope. No thank you. Alright, enough of this looking at the differences of the muntjac. Now, let's take a look at what muntjacs have in common with the deer family and other ungulates. First, if you don't know what an ungulate is... We briefly talked about it in the New World Tarantula episode. But now we're going into a bit more depth. Ungulants are hooved mammals and are grouped into either the odd-toed ungulants, like horses and rhinos, or the even-toed ungulants, like our deer, cow, and giraffe. Ungulants are also commonly referred to as having a four-chamber stomach. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've guessed it. It's digestion time! In case you missed that Magic School Bus episode from 26 years ago, here is Human Digestion in a Nutshell. Bring cookie to mouth. Chew cookie with teeth. Swallow cookie down guess. Cookie lands in stomach and breaks down via acid, and enzymes. Cookie essence, as it doesn't resemble a cookie any longer. Cookie essence travels down small intestines. For nutrients to be absorbed, and more enzymes to break it down. Then to the large intestines, and out the column and rectum, to hopefully land safely into the toilet. So now, let's talk about onulant digestion. The way ungulants digest food is to ruminate. Let's turn to the dictionary for the definition. Ruminate. To go over in the mind repeatedly, or often casually or slowly or to chew repeatedly for an extended period. Ungulants are ruminants. That's what their digestive system is called. Ruminant. Here's why. They only eat plants! Some people do this too, but because they are people, they have a people digestive system. Plus, we aren't eating the same plants as ungulants. Where ungulants mainly eat plants like grass and leaves, we don't. And those plants are loaded with cellulose. We can't digest cellulose. Oh, hey, get this. Neither can the ungulants. But ungulants have some tiny friends inside their gut that can. Microorganisms. And now it's time for a segment called.
1: Yes, Guess that that's scientific me. vocabulary yeah. term I you learned school about school. in grade school I but forgot.
0: forgot. What do you call when two species are hanging out and at least one of them is a freeloader? Symbiotic relationship. Correct. What is the symbiotic relationship called when both species benefit from hanging out? Mutualism! Correct! That's what's going on in the gut of the ungulants. Like the deer we're talking about today. The deer get to eat the plants as fast as they want, and the microorganisms get to eat the cellulose from the plant as they can't pick the grass themselves. So they both benefit. But I would argue that the deer and other ungulants are doing most of the work. Not only do they have to chew the food, initially, but they have to chew it again. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Stomachs Written by J.K. Dyke 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 is a real animal, by the way. Look it up. Illustrated by your own dirty imagination. Harry awoke, starving, as it had been ten minutes since he had last eaten. Before beginning his magical journey of ruminating digestion, he first admired himself in the reflection of the pond and smiled at the fact that his rack was the biggest of all the bucks. Even bigger than that prick Malfoy's. The characters are dear in this fanfiction version, FYI. With the thought of gouging out at least one of Malfoy's stomach chambers, Harry joyously went about his consuming of tall, moist grass, as he knew his internal fairy friends, microorganisms, were also hungry, and in order to have a normal shit flow, he needed to keep them fed as his long tongue pulled the greens into his mouth, he chewed them, but just enough for the grass to fit down his throat, and then he swallowed. That would be his first chew. As that one bite of grass sat in purgatory of the rumen, older pieces that had been chewed earlier that afternoon found their way back up into his mouth by first traveling into the second chamber, the reticulum. Fermentation took place here. The microorganisms celebrated, as they were looking forward to their meal and the free ride into Harry's mouth, where he would again chew the same piece of food from earlier. This was called the cud. And unknown to Harry, the microorganisms have nicknamed that dick Malfoy Cud, as they envisioned their friend beating Malfoy up once and then a second time to help break that asshole down even more, similar to the actual purpose of cud. Harry let out a burp from the gases the fermentation inside him created, then swallowed that even more broken-down piece of cud into the third chamber. O mason for hydration before finally entering the fourth and final chamber, the abomasum. Then after that, the food goes through the intestines, and we know the rest. So ultimately, ungulates rechew their food for the best digestion possible. From all ungulants to you, thanks, microorganisms! Now, it's time for... Scientific Names Are Hard. Where today, I am going to do a rapid-fire round and attempt to say all 12 species of munjack as fast as I can in one attempt! (gasps) Okay, so I do want to do this in one shot, one rapid-fire... All twelve species, but just so you know, if you hear a weird noise in the background, they're mowing outside right now. And I don't want to interrupt this, because I think I think the mowing might just add to the drama effect, so uh let's start the timer now. Oh not yet, net. Start when when I start reading the first name. Okay. Open oh, sheet of paper that has 12 names on it. Okay, fuck. <clears throat> Monte Montecat Revis. Jack. Monte Jack. Kurin e fia, montecas athi roads, montecas rose voltorum, mantacoms gangshunis, montecas backinex gius, montecas oh I don't know Putzanis montecas montun mandas, montecas punat Okay, <laughs> now I'm gonna go through this. <laughs> sorry, that was awful. <laughs> so awful. Okay, I'm sorry. First off, second off, because I already said all the words. I am sorry for how awful that was. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna go through and just say what species of Munchak these are. Just you know, to um, redeem myself. Okay, so Reeves muntjac, Indian muntjac, hairy fronted, fees. Borneo Yellow, Roosevelt's, Gangshan, Giant, Throng Sun, Leaf, Sumatra, oh, and Poot I read that on <laughs> the last one. <laughs> I guess because I thought it was just a word, part of the scientific name, because um, it was written underneath it. Yeah, I think that gets an A plus for effort. Rapid fire scientific names. Ta and as I said at the beginning of the episode, there is a sensational treat at the end of the episode, which is now. Enjoy! I'm a certified servant day with a four chamber stomach. When I'm in a rut, yeah, the ladies just love it. With one look at my antlers, they all know the answers. I am their big boy buck, and I'm ready to. fuck, Oh, I'm in a rut, and I'm ready to fuck. Come on over here, you sexy ungulates. You ruminate my nuts, and I want to fuck. Count the points on my antlers. They are gigantic. Oh, a servant day's a deer, and a bovine's a cow. Yeah. We're not talking about all of the ungulates just now. But if you want a list of the um, ungulates, just drop me a beat, and I'll get on with it. Get on with it. Boop. Buffalo, antelope, Hippo, Rhino, Fackle, Winackle, Zebra, Impala, Copy, Teku, Donkey, Let's Jam Pass for your memories with... <laughs> the ungulates like the moose, boom, 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 boom. the camel horse, go doo. Bad, bad, black sheep. Have you any wool? Give it up for the black box and the rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Samba, draft, addicts, paper, or Damn it, that it? No. Give me a goat. Give me a pig. Give me a hog on Christmas Eve. Unless you're Hindu, then we stop. Cause the cow's the holiest of them all. <coughs> ungulance, ungulance. We're the motherfucking Ungulates, ungulates, Let's jump over and learn about the mud jack. jack. Oh. Those big boy ungulants think. You best remember my name. We don't fuck once a year, cause that ain't the way. This rut ain't a rut, cause I can fuck every day. Merry Christmas, you all, and to all a good night. I'm a reindeer caribou, either is right. I look like Prince with my velvet antlers, so don't go nowhere, cause Santa wants his dancer. I'm a certified surfer day with a 4 chamber stomach. When I'm in a rug, yeah, the ladies just love it. With one look at my antlers, they all know the answer. That I am their big boy buck and I'm ready to <laughs> fuck. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Remember to follow us on Instagram at WAFpodcast. And I'm also on Twitter now. Um, I haven't posted anything because... Twitter's weird to me. I don't really get it, but I'm, I'm working to it. I just, I'm learning. I'm not that old. I'm not old at all. I'm wearing glasses, but I'm not that old. Um, but hope you guys enjoyed. Please rate, review, and share with all of your friends and enemies. And most importantly, stay weird.